0: This interview is made possible by my friends at Athens Screen Printing, HP Overhead Door Company, Speedy Tech Repair, Tinsley Law & Title, and Gibson Pharmacy. Their sponsorship allows me to provide free content to the community. Please say thank you by shopping these local businesses and by following each of their Facebook pages. Hello, friends. This is Michael from Hannigan Media, and I am in the office of Sheriff Bodie House. How you doing today, Sheriff?
1: Doing great. How are you, Mike?
0: I am fantastic. Hey, let's let people in on, on a secret because when we uh, walked up, uh, you, you know, when we're talking, we're not always talking just about what's going on around the sheriff's office. The uh, number one topic is usually high school football. <laughs> yes, sir. And we're pretty proud of how uh, teams are going around here. Athens, of course, 3-0. and and out there in Malakoff, don't look at the record, folks, because they played some crazy teams. That is a team that's going to go deep into the playoff. Yes, sir. Uh, Coach Jamie Driscoll always having his team ready to go. But anyway, this is a little behind-the-scenes peek. That's what we really talk about <laughs> when the microphone's not on. All right, let's get into what we have because we got a lot to talk about today. uh. We've got that story that kind of got out of control on social media last week about the man up on Cedar Creek Lake who barricaded himself in the house. Some male theft going on, changed to the nursing in the back in the jailhouse, and the sheriff wants to say thank you to some folks. So let's get going and start with the stats.
1: Yes, sir. Since we've uh, talked last week, uh, we've booked in 54 individuals, 16 females and 38 males, um, We've got 451 in custody today, and our average so far this year is 361. Uh, 159 of the 451 are still out of county, either Rockwall, Van Zandt,
0: or Orange County. All right, so how, do we have any idea how long they're going to be around?
1: We actually talked to Orange County last week, and uh, we knew they had to get a structural engineer in to look at their roof. That report from the structural engineer is not going to come in to four to six weeks, and then they've got to fix the roof. Wow, they're going to be
0: back there a while. Yes,
1: sir. They're going to be here a while.
0: Cha-ching.
1: Yes, sir. Yeah.
0: Um, For those who uh, haven't listened to some of our other other podcasts, um, the county actually gets money for holding those prisoners, uh, and it's a money making venture for the county, and I think you figured out the county was making how much a week? About forty two thousand a week. Forty two thousand dollars a week. All right, so that's good news. We'll be able to buy some, uh, I don't know, some new desks, maybe a new <laughs> office chairs, some right. stuff like that around the sheriff's office with uh, these Orange County prisoners. All right, so I want to move on to a story that um, kind of. This is one of the things about social media. Sometimes things get out of control. Um, And so this is a reminder. uh, Pay attention to the uh, legit sources. Um, The story was that... um, well all heck broke loose on cedar creek lake last week and there yes, were shootings sir. and craziness and everything else and i know that if something was that bad and that crazy you'd have posted something yes sir yes sir and so what was the real story about the barricade last week
1: uh, last thursday on the 10th of september we received a call um, there was a female individual at this residence off of double bridge road that had reached out to her family um, that was wanting her family to come and pick her up. Uh, there was allegations of some domestic abuse there. The family went there, and uh, when the uh, two males that was related to the female went in the house, um, Clayton ba- Bachelor, um, the two males charged Bachelor, and Bachelor um, pulled a pistol and uh did discharge a firearm he did not hit anybody and no one was hurt they they exited the the residence, called law enforcement we went over there to try to make contact with bachelor and he barricaded himself in the house and then he actually had uh, put a hole in the floor and went down underneath the residence and was underneath the house uh, covered up when we were there trying to uh, negotiate with him to get him to come out he refused to come out We eventually went in, and he located him underneath the house um, after we pulled back some underpinning on the house, and uh, he was placed under arrest for possession of a firearm by felon and tampering with physical evidence, and the case is going to be given to the DA's office and uh, to go before a grand jury to see if there's any other charges to be filed and we'll just go from there at that point.
0: But it's important to note that no one was hurt. Right, And the situation was pretty much under control.
1: Yes, sir, the whole time, yes, sir.
0: Yeah, again, this is one of those things that um, I think the only reason we're really bringing it out is because, again, there there was rumors that there were multiple homicides and things just really got out of hand. And so I want to uh, emphasize to our listeners if, if there's something like that going on that's that out of control, um, the sheriff's office is going to post about it. Oh, yes, the, sir. The, we in the in the media will know about it and post about it. And so if you're hearing these rumors about multiple homicides and things like that, and you don't see any of the media re- reporting it, and you don't see the sheriff putting out anything about it, then you can probably know that your rumors are out of control.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
0: Um, and that can, be, that can be really problematic for you, too, when rumors go a little crazy. It can cause a little <clears throat> headache,
1: can't it? it? It can, and actually, it drives up our call load, to be honest with you, because um, people are, are, and naturally, they're concerned, and so they're calling up here, and deputies are having to answer those calls instead of being out on the out on the streets doing what we need to be doing
0: because of rumors. Yes, sir. All right. So let's move on to something that's not a rumor. And that's some problem we're having with the mail you've said.
1: Yes, out in the crossroads area, uh, Precinct 5 Constable Brad Myers reached out to me last week and uh he had had some citizens reach out to him and we put out a post on Facebook and we're in the area trying to catch these individuals but uh On more than one occasion, we have found that uh, folks are putting mail in their mailboxes and raising the flag to be picked up by the United States Post Office and Postal Service. And before the Postal Service can get there, there's some folks looking for the flags being up on your mailbox and if they see that then they are taking the mail out of the mailbox hoping to find and they actually have found some checks and stuff like that so there is some mail theft going on around crossroads and we're working on it and and constable myers is working on it and we just basically wanted to take this time to uh, warn folks that uh, right now may not be the best time to uh, put your mail in your mailbox. If you have opportunity run by the post office and drop it in up there.
0: So one of the other big problems with that is when you pay a bill or whatever, you're putting a lot of your personal information in there. You've got, you know, on a check, you got routing numbers, you got, you know, account numbers, you've got all of that kind of stuff, everything someone needs to, to identity theft.
1: And that's really what they're looking for. And they can, uh, make those checks and they look real and then they've got your signature and they sure. they can uh, make make the signatures look real and and then next thing you know they're they've really hit your bank account hard and uh, we're just trying to put the information out there so hopefully not as many people get affected
0: right and so right now this is in a particular area
1: yes sir crossroads right now
0: all right but that doesn't mean that the rest of everybody shouldn't you know think about this this is actually how come I have a mailbox out front of my house, obviously, but I keep a P.O. box as well. Yes, sir. As, you know, inexpensive as it is to have a P.O. box, it's really nice to have anything that's really important going there instead of out front, and the ability to go by the post office and drop it off if I'm going to mail something. Yes, sir. So be careful, (laughs) especially in the crossroads area, but anybody with their mail because, yeah, you you put a lot of really sensitive information in your mail. All right. Hey, before we move on, I'm going to do something I've never done before in the middle of the podcast, and I just want to say thank you to our new sponsor, Gibson's Pharmacy. That's awesome. Thank who you. has uh, joined the sponsorship, sponsored this podcast and our other podcasts, along with Uh, HP Overhead Doors, Speedy Tech Repair, Athens Screen Printing, and Tinsley Law and Title. All of those are why we're able to bring you these podcasts. This podcast with the Sheriff, which, by the way, is the longest-running podcast I've got going. And we're into almost year two. Yes, sir. About to go to year three. Yes, sir. Of doing this podcast every week. Sheriff... So, I want to thank you for giving us the chance to come in and have these conversations well, with you, thank you on a you week. Coming.
1: I enjoy them and uh, I like getting, and I know you do too, get the information out of what's going on here in our county government. And that's an
0: important thing because you say county government, and that's exactly right. A lot of things go on on the weekly I- I basis that really affect people that they don't even know about. And yes, that's sir. some of the stuff we cover. And one of them is something that's changed in the jail.
1: Yes, sir. Uh, I'm very pleased. Yesterday I was able to present a contract uh, to commissioners court and they allowed us to do this and so we contract our medical services out to Southern Health Partners and to give us medical staff and nursing staff in the jail to take care of our inmate population and um, we've had this contract since 2010. October 16th of 2010 was the first day they were here. And uh, October 16th, 2020, we're actually going to be having uh, 24-hour medical coverage back there. Right now, we've only got 16 hours' worth of nursing, and then when they're gone, we're pretty much, if somebody says something or somebody has an issue, a lot of times we have to transport to the hospital, to the ER, and um, that just opens up so many avenues of safety for the public, for the officers, for the inmates. And so now we're going to have 24-hour medical coverage here in the Henderson County Jail. Um, so there won't be as many uh, transports after hours, uh, late at night, to the hospital. Um, it'll also, be good for hospital staff. And um, so we're looking forward to this, and want to thank the court for allowing us to do so. Um, this is something that we've needed for a few years now.
0: This is one of those things that you spend a little extra up front, you end up saving money on the back end. Yes, sir. Um, when because that, hey, look what we know for sure is one of the first things people do when they look at these kinds of situations they look at it from a tax perspective yes sir and so this is actually one of those where yes you're 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 spending a little more to provide that extra shift of nursing but because you don't have to take deputies out to take care of this or do the travel or all that it actually it will cost less yes, sir, than not having it. Yes, sir. Um And one of the things I asked earlier, but uh, I'm going to ask now too, is is this something that's because of the additional inmates that we have due to the Orange County inmates?
1: No, sir, it's really not. I mean, this is something that, that we have. I've been talking with Southern Health Partners a couple of years Um We've been looking at going to 24-hour medical. Now that now that we've got 450 inmates, it's going to truly, really, really be helpful. But um, you know, when Orange County goes back home and and we, you know, that'll be a hundred less inmates for us to really have to worry about. We're still going to need the 24-hour medical. Um, and actually, Southern Health Partners, we were one, We were like the second county in the state of Texas to sign a contract with them back in 2010 and um now when they do contracts if the county houses more than 250 inmates they don't even offer uh, 16 a 16 hour shift um we just were one of the first counties and we haven't addressed it and of course we've been over 250 since 2010 the day we signed the contract sure so uh you know uh we're, we're basically catching up with the times on this one and uh you know they they do take good care of our inmates um we really haven't had any issues but this is just another safety net and really i mean it's, it's cost eighty two thousand five hundred dollars to go more to go to 24-hour medical but when you think about somebody being in your jail a nursing professional being in your jail for seven days a week 365 a day 65 days a year that's really not a whole lot of money
0: and I want to be careful the way I say this, but the jail population tends to have health problems.
1: A hundred percent they do. A lot of them, uh, like we've talked in the past, have some type of substance abuse, whether it be uh, uh, illegal drugs, alcohol, prescription pills. And then they get in this setting and uh, sometimes they go through withdrawals and uh, they're just not the healthiest individuals. Um because of their lifestyle, because of their before. lifestyle before they yeah. come into the jail, um, so it, this is a good thing.
0: Yeah, this is this is a good thing. This is definitely a good thing because, um, you know, they may be they may be paying for what they've done, but that doesn't mean they shouldn't get Medical quality treatment. health qu- care and treatment. And this is a great way to provide it. Yes, sir. All right.
1: So and this, another this, thing too. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry, but no. another thing too. And a lot of people don't don't realize this and i do want to let folks know too though if you are an inmate in the jail and you need to see our nursing staff you're going to see our nursing staff you just got to put in a sick call notice um but if uh we do charge the inmates so uh, now if you're indigent and you don't have money that's fine we're not you're still going to see the nurse but if you come back to jail and you have money at that time our our accounts run in the negative so it it costs ten dollars to see a nurse and twenty dollars to see a doctor, and then you pay for your own prescription. So uh, it's not all on the county. We we did uh, start charging the inmates
0: because I know that, and I, I and I know it from past uh, commissioners' courts meetings and and past issues um, that the healthcare in the in the jail can really run high.
1: Oh yes, I mean we're looking at about a seven hundred thousand dollar line item for, for health care jail. in the jail and two before we was had this type of contract we didn't charge the inmates anything and um <clears throat> and they put in a lot of sick calls well now they tend to put in sick calls when they're sick and that's really what we want them to do is if you have an issue let's get that issue addressed um because they know they're going to end up having to pay for it
0: sure sure that makes that makes total sense. Somebody doesn't say hey, I'm a little bored. Let me go down the hall or anything else like that. Just get out of the cell and is, go
1: down and talk to somebody.
0: Right, right. Because if you're going to dock them ten bucks every time they do that, they're not going to do that as often. Right. Yes, sir. That makes perfect sense. All right. So let's finish off. Let's last Friday was September 11th. Yes, sir. And uh, I know you want to talk about a couple of the organizations around Henderson County.
1: Yes, sir. The VFW Post and Seven Points Post 4376 and the Cedar Creek Lake Rotary Club, they both had uh, September 11th ceremonies that they offered um, uh, invitations to the sheriff's office and not only the sheriff's office, a lot of the first responders uh, throughout Henderson County and they did they had awesome ceremonies recognizing first responders and uh, I just want to tell them thank you for taking their time to set these these events up Um, they're not ever I mean it's not something that they just put together in a day Um, they were very nice ceremonies and we do appreciate uh, them showing recognition to all first responders and I just wanted to take this time to tell them thank you um, for what they've done for all first responders.
0: Thank you. We can't do it enough for first responders. I, I really believe that um, people tend to forget that not just law enforcement but yes. EMS firefighters, fire. EMS, all of them every day when they go out, they put themselves in danger situations. Yes, sir. In order to protect the public. And so we can't say thank you enough. All right. So uh, thank you for letting us in. Before we get out of here, I didn't remember what I wanted to do now. (laughs) Before we get out of here, let's remind people that uh, tips are so vital for what you do here at the Sheriff's Office, and you do pay attention to those tips. I know that uh, we've talked many, many times about cases that have gotten broken because of tips from the public. Tell them how they can talk to you, how they can give their tips to the sheriff's office.
1: Yes, sir. You can always call uh, the sheriff's office at 903-675-5128. You can call Henderson County Crime Stoppers at 1-800-545-TIPS. Or you can also reach out to us on the Henderson County uh, Sheriff's Office Facebook page I am the administrator on the page I'm the only one with the password so if you private message that uh, page you're talking directly to me I will respond back to you and uh, anything that you can give us whether you think it's a very small minute uh, issue or not uh, it could be the piece of the puzzle we're looking for and been waiting on so please reach out to us and and, uh, help us out. I really think we've had a lot of success here at the Sheriff's Office, and I I know it's because of the working relationships that we have with the other agencies across the county and uh, with the citizens of Henderson County. They've really turned out and helped us out. So please reach out to us if you have any information that you want to pass on.
0: All right. Well, with that, we're going to wrap up this week. Thank you, Sheriff, for giving us another chance to come in and find out what's going on with the Henderson County Sheriff's Office. Thank you, and we will see you next week.
1: Thank you, Mike.